Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Stepping up, stepping up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. This week, we sit down with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane, who told us where she stands with Tom, where she stands with her legal situation, and how she feels about going into this season. Erica, how are you feeling kind of going into the season? Obviously, last season was very emotionally draining. So what was your mindset going into this season? Uh, my mindset was like survival. Yeah, <laughs> like really. it was the season before. Sure. Um, look, okay, so the season before was a real fallout. This season is really trying to pull yourself together and go on. And, you know, it was tough, mm-hmm. but ultimately I'll get there. And it's part of the human experience. I mean, you can't go through what I have gone through the previous season and not feel something and not be, not feel great and not, you know, want to have a good time. I wanted to have some fun. I wanted to not feel so heavy. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. Was there any point coming off of that reunion where you were just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like this was really, like I said, emotionally draining. I put so much of myself out there. Maybe I just want to take a step back. No. Because then I would be quitting and giving everyone what they wanted. And that was not, I was not going to do that. I was going to persevere. I signed a contract. I showed up. I, you know, said everything that I possibly could. Some people are listening. Some people are not. Some people refuse to accept what I'm saying. And that's okay. This season as well. Now, is it, was it ponies and rainbows? No. Do you come home like, you know, emotionally exhausted? Yes. But if I give up, what does that say? Right. No, that's so, I mean, you, you have said in interviews that this was the most, the darkest and most challenging time of your life. And I don't know if it still is, if you're still kind of really in the thick of it, but how have you gotten through it? And, you know, what were those days like when you just couldn't get out of bed? Well, you know, I, um, for my mental health, I see a psychiatrist and I'm very thankful that I was, you know, taken care of and, you know, sought help. And, you know, I also really believe in talking and having good people around you. Some of the days that I could not get out of bed, I just realized that it is what it is. And you try again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, Try not to beat yourself up on it. Try not to stay in it. 
But if I didn't take that time, I couldn't imagine someone going through what I went through and not having those days, not having bad days and not having days where it's like, what am I doing? You know, and then you have you have to deal with the fact that it's all unfolding and cameras are following you all around, which I'm sure had to add on a whole nother layer of stress. But not only were cameras following me around, cameras were right outside this door. You know, there was paparazzi was here a lot, too. So, you know, I think one of the darkest times was when I was in the stairwell at CVS and I just, you know, they kept asking me about stuff. And I just thought, you know what, I really just want to break down and cry right here. But if I do that, then they've won. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, is there ever anything that you regret about sharing, not sharing about Tom, the whole legal situation? Is there anything that you kind of regret about it? You know, I don't regret much in life. I think sometimes that my, the way I deliver things sometimes are misunderstood. Mm -hmm. You know, I tried very hard uh, for a long time to be as calm and take the high road. And when you are consistently not being heard or just whatever, then I just start raising my voice. And I think sometimes people misunderstand that. Yeah, no, definitely. I know you said at the reunion that Tom called you every day. Does he still do that? Do you still have any communication with him? What's kind of- From time to time, yes. Yeah. And and do you take those calls? Of course. Yeah. How's he doing? You know, he's- not well. And so he's in a state of decline and sometimes it's good. And sometimes I'm someone else, you know, so it's fine. Right. I mean, I think people kind of forget about the whole scheme of things is that like you were married to somebody for 20 years and you were also mourning that marriage as well. I mean, how hard was that for you on top of everything else? Cause you had, to, you were, it was like a one, two punch pretty much. It still is. I mean, yeah. I still am mourning that marriage and still thank you for saying that because I think that that gets lost in the, um, you know, sensationalized version of it all this was someone I was married to for over you know for 20 years and was you know with like 23 um it's difficult you know there are real moments of sadness real moments of like like when the holidays came around you know for Christmas I would just remember how much fun we would have and you know and then but what are you going to do with that these things happen in life so you they happen to everyone everyone's mourning something. So, you know, just me too. pull up your bootstraps and keep on going. Right. I think you said in an interview recently that you, that you were kind of like the whipping girl for this, you know, for everything, like you are kind of the face of this and this is who everybody kind of goes after. I mean, what has that been like for you? And like you said, you know, you're kind of dealing with your mental health too, if that has to have taken a toll. Of course it did. You know, I am front and center. I am the face of this Um, instead of the lawyers that worked at the firm and referring attorneys and, you know, law funding people. I am. Instead, they point to me. Um, So for my mental health, it's been hard, no doubt. But again, I couldn't lose. And I was just going to fight it out every way possible and still am. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So do you, I mean, do you get frustrated throughout the season? I mean, I'm sure that, you know, last season it was Sutton asking the hard questions. I'm not, you know, I've only seen the first episode. So was it hard for you to kind of rehash this and relive this over and over again this season? Very hard, very difficult to um, be asked the same questions over and over, give the same answer, but yet, you know, no one's really listening. So yes, I get really frustrated and very, you know, explosive, just like trying so hard to, you know, I wish that that would have been over, you know, but it wasn't because what would we be talking about? (laughs) Of course. I know, you know, a lot of people were talking about because in the teaser uh, for this season, you tell Crystal that it was cool to side with the victims. Can you tease what that moment was about from your perspective? Sure. So let's take context into it. Of course. Yeah. What I'm saying is that there is this outpouring of 
you know, why don't you act this way, Erica? Why aren't you compassionate? Why don't you have empathy? And the truth is I do. I'm also under a lot of legal pressure. I've walked right up to the line. I'm fighting with one hand tied behind my back. I've said just about everything that I can. So for that whole situation, it was continuously boiling over. It's like, you know, what about listening to the woman that's in front of you? What about listening to what I have to say? What if I came to this group and opened up as like more than, you know, I ever have before. And I was criticized for that and told that wasn't true. So at some point you get very frustrated with that. I'm sure. Yeah. And who would you say has been there for you this season the most and who kind of surprised you and wasn't there for you when you needed them? Well, look, Lisa Reno was there for me last season, is there for me this season, um, you know, my relationship with Dorit and Kyle, they had, you know, we saw what happened last season. And I think that as people consistently see where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. they come around more and more. There are some that will just never be convinced for whatever reason. And that's on them. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I know who I'm close with and who I'm not. Yeah. Does your relationship with Sutton evolve at all this season? Not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. No. Mm-hmm. And then what about you and and Garcelle? Obviously, you know, a lot of people saw the book thrown in the trash and that got a lot of people talking. Um, Where did the two of you stand right now? Do you ever see the two of you kind of getting on better terms? Um, I, you know, it's, 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 when Garcelle came to the group, I was really excited and, you know, greeted her. She even said, you know, Erica was the most welcoming. Mm -hmm. Um, It's upsetting to see that Garcelle is resistant to what I've been trying to say Mm -hmm. and, you know, has gone the other way. And that's, you know, that's her opinion. And that's, she has every right to do that. But I'm also, you know, and I have every right to feel how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Do you regret throwing the book in the trash? No. (laughs) Um, You know, you said that you are trying to pick up the pieces of your life and moving forward. So what does life look like for you right now? Pretty Mess Hair, which is a great new partnership and I'm super excited about and have on right now. That's great. It's always good to put yourself back out there and take the focus off of all of these things that are, you know, falling down around you. Mm -hmm. I'm back in the studio. I'm back creating. And that makes me very happy. It's just, that's what's important. And that's what needs to happen. Definitely. And I know this season, we're going to see you dating a little bit more. What was it like kind of getting back on the dating scene? What's the best thing, most challenging? Well, dating is a stretch. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, I... I'm in no place to be anyone's girlfriend and that's okay because I have a lot of stuff going on, just trying to figure out who I am and putting myself back together and going forward. But I do like, you know, men. So yeah, I mean, yes, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I know you said that you were interested in good sex at the moment rather than a relationship. So that's still the case. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, good sex is good and a relationship would not be fair to anyone at this point. Yeah. So that's what I'm at. Is it hard for you to meet people now? Because people, obviously people know who you are for, you know, for a number of years, but like, is it very difficult for you to meet people and trust people and kind of put yourself out there? Very difficult to trust people. Um, I'm not online dating. So I just have a thing with strangers and um, yeah, I mean, you know, if you have to be vetted somehow, someone has to know someone that someone at least kind of knows you. Right. So, yeah. And I don't, I don't trust a lot and it's scary. And um, yeah. Yeah. No. And I know in um, the teaser for this, like you said, everything can kind of get taken out of context, context, but in the teaser, it seems like some of the women are concerned about your drinking. Was that ever a concern for you? Well, look, I've been very open and honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I mixed 
alcohol and antidepressants, which just, you know, I didn't know that it would make you this drunk. And it did. And I do not have a problem and lesson learned. And we go on. So, yeah, I mean, are you going to see a moment that, you know, your people probably would be like, is that Erica? And the answer is, yeah, I mean, yeah. that was me. Right. I mean, is that kind of, you know, everybody copes with things differently. I mean, what were kind of your coping mechanisms or what are your coping mechanisms going through this of what you're going through? At that time, it was really difficult because I, you know, there were moments that I didn't want to get out of bed more than moments. There were days and you have to do that. And let's be honest, you know, you're sitting at these parties and some of these women are kind of boring. So you have a, you have a drink. Mm-hmm. And then you have another drink and then you're like, where am I? So, you know, it's not that I was drinking a lot. It's just that I was drinking while being medicated. So, you know, yeah. there you go. But I don't feel, I want to say this because I don't, I don't feel embarrassed by that. It, you know, some of my behavior was not great, but it's also very real. It's also part of life. And I wouldn't be the first person that this happened to and won't be the last. I don't know if, the, if you want to, or what kind of misconceptions do you hope to clear up at the end of the season? Are there any misconceptions that you want to clear up about yourself? I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there, but I'll be honest. I just was trying to stay in the moment and trying to handle everything as it came, uh, overwhelmed a lot under pressure mm-hmm. and sometimes just frustrated. Yeah. A lot of times frustrated. Yeah. Are you happy right now? Right now? Yeah. I like in Yeah, I think that I'm happier now than I was then, which was happier than I was the year before. Look, is everything ponies and rainbows? No, but um, I'm definitely on a better track than I was before Mm -hmm. because it was a moment when I didn't know what was going to happen. And that's just like, wow, you know, that was a lot of it was out of beyond my control. Some of it still is. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know, you have to play it out. You just have to stick in. It's yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, am I ha- the happiest I've ever been in my life? Certainly not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> Rightfully so. Right. And then, then you know, if, also in the teaser trailer, you know, um, Garcelle says, you know, you don't have to make yourself look bad. You already do something along those lines. Can you kind of give context to that one as well? Well, I said something. Well, you know what? Let's see how it plays because okay. I know what I said and let's see what how it shows and you'll see. Okay, what can you tease I'm about that? Her, I was just asking her if it would be convenient for her to say that, you know, Erica has a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, did you push that? And that was her, you know, I don't have to make you look bad. You already do. Yeah. So, yeah. What can you tease about that Aspen trip? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I can tease that it's going to be great television. I'm sure it will. I know we got to wrap up and I really appreciate you giving me so much time. Um, But Pride Month is right around the corner. How are you going to be celebrating Pride Month? Listen, I have done every Pride from coast to coast. And, you know, I would, how am I, I'm going to support my friends that are, you know, in the LGBTQ community that have supported me all my life. So happy Pride. Happy Pride. Erica, thank you so much. I can't wait to see this season and I wish you nothing but the best. It's always great catching up with you. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered. 